Support for the WSHU podcast Off the Path comes from Webster Private Bank with personalized wealth management services to help clients move forward confidently. WebsterBank.com slash private banking, member FDIC. And from Au Pair in America, cultural exchange childcare for more than 30 years. AuPairInAmerica.com. There's something weirdly unexpected along a drive down a winding country road in Lincoln, Massachusetts. You round a corner, and there, in a field, is a herd of children's rocking horses. The locals call it Ponyhenge. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan, on the lookout for surprising beauty on the road from New York to Boston. The horses are beautiful. Some are antiques, old and faded, and they're colorful, too, in pink, blue, and green. They're arranged in a big circle with a smaller cluster in the middle. It's busy today. Some families are visiting, and their children run back and forth among the horses, almost like they're choosing one on a merry-go-round. A grandmother helps her two-year-old grandson onto one of the horses. Whoa. Want feet in the stirrups? Jim Pajon watches from a distance. This is his field, and he cares for these horses. He covers them up when it rains, he repaints them when they need it, and he protects their secrets. You know, I'm, I'm a little ambivalent about telling you the true history because I sort of like to keep it a mystery. I do know the true history. But it wasn't hard to get him to tell me. He says Ponyhenge began on a Halloween night in 2010. He set up a spooky display in the field, and he used his grown daughter's childhood rocking horse as the mount for a headless horseman. And when Halloween was over and I was cleaning up, I thought, well, they don't really use this horse anymore. They've outgrown it, um, so what should I do with it? And I thought, well, I'll put it out to pasture and just leave it here. Shortly after that, another horse appeared right next to it. Jim later learned a neighbor put it there, and that inspired him to put in the third horse. Then others started to show up. Now there are four, and now there are five, and things like that. The, the population started to breed like rabbits. Some are the classic wooden horses with curved bases. Some are the newer kind on springs. Some were donated by friends and neighbors. Some just showed up overnight, and they're still a mystery. There are about 30 horses now. A lot of it is just sort of people having horses that their children have outgrown, and what do I do with it? Oh, I've heard about Ponyhenge, let them join the the herd. Sometimes people mistake Ponyhenge for a dumping ground and leave things other than rocking horses. Jim doesn't like that. For example, somebody left a big old couch here at one point, and that was a disaster because I was just going to get soggy and and wet, but it was too big for me to put in my car, so I had to get a hacksaw and, and chop it up, and By the time that happened, mice had nested in the couch, and so there were then mice in my car, and so I had to get a snake to put in my car to eat the mice, and it just, it was a little bit of a hassle. He didn't say what happened to the snake. The most common visitors are kids, and a bus from the local nursing home comes by once a week so the residents can see the horses. Jim's favorite visitors were two old men in full cowboy suits with toy guns. And they were on the horses and playing cowboys and shooting at each other with their guns and bang. And remember, these are rocking horses for children. The guys weren't actual cowboys. One came from New York and the other from Rhode Island. 
to live out a fantasy. Then they said to me, is there anywhere around here we could build a campfire? <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, I guess so. Like, why? And they said, well, all our lives we've been obsessed with guns and cowboys, but it's time to put an end to it. And we want to do a little ceremony and burn our cowboy regalia and bury our guns. <laughs> So they did that. I said, sure. Yeah. So somewhere over there, if you were an archaeologist, you could find some ancient toy guns and, and cowboy hats. <laughs> Megan Kate Nelson is a local historian. Ponyhenge is on her jogging route, and she remembers when the first rocking horse showed up more than 10 years ago. It just seemed so appealing and so incongruous to have this child's toy out in the middle of this grassy field. Megan eventually brought a rocking horse of her own. It's mixed in with the others. She doesn't even remember which one it is anymore. Megan would love to find some deeper meaning to Ponyhenge to satisfy the historian in her, but she's decided it's good enough that it makes people happy. People respond to it as a place of whimsy. And we don't have a lot of these places in our public landscapes. A place that is only here to make people smile and to, to make them joyful and for people to bring their kids and just kind of romp around for a little while. And if you had a good time, Pony Henge's caretaker, Jim Pajon, says feel free to take a horse home with you to remember your visit. Seriously. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan, searching for small wonders on the road from New York to Boston.